How are designers like us supposed to know where to begin every project? What questions to ask, selecting materials, how to spec processes, how to be sustainable? If you're asking these questions, this show's the answer. All right, packaging peeps, I've got a special message from our sponsor, idpdirect.com. If you want a more transparent supply chain and color consistency across your entire retail packaging program, check out idpdirect.com. Not only do they make some of the most beautiful luxury retail packaging around the world, they're factory direct, meaning you speak directly with a factory making your packaging, not a middleman. Check out idpdirect.com and schedule a consultation anywhere in the world near you. idpdirect.com. Hey guys, if you've heard me on Clubhouse talk about sustainable packaging, and one of the things that was always brought up is uh, single-use plastic. And there's always somebody that wants to talk about how single-use plastic is recyclable or flexible films are recyclable. You, know, you just have to get in your car and drive them across town to the store and drop them off if that store accepts them, if they don't look at you like you're nuts. Now, Nature Valley, they've got this press release out there right now that talks about how they've got a, a recyclable granola wrapper. Now, this wrapper, you know, the problem with these wrappers is that they're small, they're multi-layer, and they've changed it to now be a single polymer. And what this wrapper is going to be is it's going to be 100% recyclable, and they can claim that. Part of the issue with single-use plastic is that some of these companies, if you can create something that is technically recyclable, you can literally place recyclable on your packaging and promote it and become a marketing tool for you where you're saying that this stuff is recyclable. You know, nobody can say that, that it's not recyclable because yes, technically it can be recycled. Now, when you buy a box of granola bars, the bottom of it, you know, it has the how to recycle label on it. It tells you to take the contents out and you can recycle the, the box only because the inside's not recyclable. Now, I'm assuming it's going to say, yes, the outer box is recyclable and then the inner components are recyclable as well. But it's going to tell you to take it to your store. So as many times as you're out and you're having a snack or you're having a granola bar, whatever it is, you don't really think to put that into your car and then drive it to the store. You know, I don't see this as a real solution um, when we're talking about the store drop off. The biggest issue is that we don't have the infrastructure for separation. Um, a lot of these wrappers, even that granola bar, is really small. And there's size limitations when we're talking about recycling centers. It's not that it can't handle something so small. It's that the equipment is meant for larger items that these smaller items fall through the cracks and then create issues when they get bound up in the system. They've got to stop the equipment. They've got to get in there. They've got to chisel it out. It's not meant for recycling. So even though this material here is technically recyclable, you can take it to your grocery store and drop it off. And if at that time, oil prices aren't super low and there's actual demand for these plastics, then maybe it'll get recycled. The biggest issue is getting you and me off the couch to the grocery store to drop off all of our flexible plastics. And I think there needs to be a lot more education around that. And I think there needs to be a lot more improvement happening on the flexible packaging collection. There's no collection in place. Uh, so a lot of people are putting that right into their bin. When I say a lot of people, I really just think of my mom. My mom's my example for everything. So I see my mom opening up a granola bar and she's either going to throw it in her trash or she's going to throw it in a recycle bin. When you look at those packets or when you look at any of these flexible films, they have a recycle symbol on it, right? They've got the Mobius loop on there. And as a consumer, you don't have time to investigate. We're looking at it because we're in packaging and this is our business, but do consumers really have time to, to investigate that this Mobius loop on there? actually means that you have to get in your car and take it to a store. They're not. So they're going to throw it in the, in the curbside recycle bin. It's going to create a bigger issue. Instead of spending money coming up with new materials, uh, I think we need to really investigate how we can 
create a collection system. Now, that's for the U.S. In Canada, I hear it's a wonderland. You know, you can throw your reflectable films into your curbside across the country and it gets collected and it gets uh, recycled, which is amazing. Why don't we have that? That's a question to be answered later, I guess. Uh, so, guys, thanks so much for joining me and hearing me rant about this flexible packaging. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, if you're in, in plastics, reach out to me. I'd love to learn more, see how we can help and see what we can create as a solution. I'm just not sure we're there yet. Thanks for joining us on the show. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to The Packaging Podcast. That way, you can get an insightful podcast every day. The Packaging Podcast is hosted by me, Evelio Matos. If you enjoyed the show, pay it forward by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. It'll help grow the show and support our growing audience. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk soon.